Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One Sabbath, Jesus was passing through the grain fields. And his disciples began to pick the heads of grain, rub them in their hands, and eat them. But some of the Pharisees asked, Why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Jesus replied, Have you not read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, took the consecrated bread, and gave it to his companions, and ate what is lawful only for the priest to eat. Then Jesus declared, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Luke chapter 6, verses 1 to 5. All right, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to the Legion of Michael podcast. Thank you once again. I know I thank you guys a lot, don't I? I thank you quite often. Well, doesn't cost you nothing, right? Doesn't cost you nothing to say thanks. So thank you. Uh, Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for sharing it with other people. I hope that you're supporting the show. I hope that if you took the time to listen to this, that you shared it with at least one other person. You can always go to legionofmichael.com. And sign up for the Church Security Distance Learning Program. Uh, you can take the quiz. How? Uh, what is your church's security preparedness level? Start the quiz right now. It costs you nothing. You can do it. It'll take you a couple of minutes. And it'll give you something to think about. And if the enrollment for the class is uh, closed right now, that's okay. Just put in your name, your email address. Click the little box, submit it, and as soon as enrollment for the next semester is open, you will receive an email, and uh, you can jump right in there. There you go. How easy is that? Super easy. All right, what is more important, the ceremony or kindness, mercy, and righteousness? Do we become so wrapped up in ceremony that we forget the primary mission of being a follower of Christ? I noticed this, and I noticed it recently. There was someone who was uh, there telling me a personal story about the leader of a church and about how this leader, this church leader, well, let's just say that uh, he might have been a good church leader, and I'm not going to say whether he's a priest or a pastor or a reverend or whatever. It doesn't really matter. But he neglected his family obligations, but was really good at standing up in front of the church and enforcing or directing the, well, the tradition, right? The ceremony. What is more important as a follower of Christ, as a child of Christ, what is more important? What is your job? Is it your job to make sure 
that the uh, well the correct colors are put out and that, that people you know that you're enforcing the edicts of the particular church whether it's we talked about the you know the no wine thing or the no tobacco thing or the whatever what's more important and do we get lost in ceremony obviously the the pharisees of old uh, did they were so concerned about the ceremony they were so concerned about the ritual they were so concerned about that that they missed the whole point the son of god was standing right there in front of them but because their hearts were hardened their hearts were hardened because they were concerned about being in control you see the pharisees they used the word of god they used their traditions of the Jewish faith at the time, they used that as a way to control the people. They used the ceremony, they used the ritual, and so forth. They didn't use it as a way to honor God. They weren't using it as a way to honor God. They were using it as a way to be in control of the people. You see, that's why the Pharisees hated Christ. That's why they wanted to do away with him, because he was a threat to their power. He was a threat to their control. You see, he came along and said, if you believe in me, if you have faith, we've talked about, you know, John 3, 16, we've, we've done, read that over and over again, he said, you can come directly. He gave them permission. You see, Christ came along and he said, if you want to be saved, you need to believe in me, the son of God. He didn't say, you need to go over there and stand in line and wait for those Pharisee guys, the rabbis, the Sadducees, the whatever. He didn't say, oh, you, you need to wait for them to tell you what to do so that you can be saved. No, he didn't. He used the New Testament, and they hated him for that. They despised him for that because why? At the end of the day, I mean, we could, we could say there's a lot of different reasons, but at the end of the day... They used ceremony, and they used the church traditions, and they used the, the organization of the church or the temple or whatever you want to call it. They used that to control the people. And when Christ came along, he said, the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Not you, not Pharisees, Sadducees, rabbis, whatever. Are we using, are you using, is your church using the ceremony? Is it using the tradition? Is it using the actions of man to control people? What is more important, kindness, mercy, righteousness, or ceremony? Now, in Mark 3, uh, Mark chapter 3, we go back there, and it says, he, as in Christ, he entered a synagogue again. And a man was there whose hand was withered, and they were watching him closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. He said to the man with the withered hand, get up and come forward. Then he said to him, he said to them, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath or to do harm, to save a life or to kill? But they kept silent. After looking around at them with anger, grieved at the hardness of their hearts. What did we just say previously? 
when they were testing him. Their heart, their, the Son of God, the Messiah, was standing right there in front of them. And they couldn't accept it because their hearts were hard. He said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately began conspiring with the Herodians against him as to how they might put him to death. Mark chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. Are we using... Now, ceremony can be a good thing. Tradition can be a good thing. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm not saying that your church should be nothing but a bunch of anarchy. No, but we need to take a break every once in a while. We need to stop. We need to have an intellectually honest conversation with ourselves and say, does the ceremony and the tradition honor God or is it doing the opposite? Is it honoring man? Is the ceremony and tradition putting Christ first? Or is it giving man control over the congregation? Does it give men control over others? See, that's why the Pharisees hated Christ. Because he was a threat to their power. He was the promised one. He was the promise. He was the New Testament that going all the way back to Moses, to Abraham, to David, to Solomon, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Elijah, Elisha, all of the prophets that came before. They said, hey, he's coming. This is what's going to happen. And Christ even, he dropped so many hints. If you read the, uh, the New Testament, whether it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, if you read the Gospels, Christ would quote David to them. He would quote the prophets to them, and he was talking, he was referring to himself. He's like, hey, remember when Elijah said this? Remember when David said this? Remember all that? That's in your scrolls. It's in your Torah. It's in your magic books, guys. It's right there. You, you remember reading that? Well, hello, you know, without like, hello, McFly. Without what he should have walked up and given him freaking noogies and said, hello, McFly. It's right there. You've been reading this for a thousand years. Here I am. But you couldn't see it, could you? No, they couldn't see it. All they could see was that he was a threat to their power because they used the ceremony and the tradition of the church to control the people. And they liked that control. They like the seats. You know, Christ said they, they love the, the, uh, to get to sit up front. They love to be honored by men as they walk down the street. They love to, to be the important people. They held themselves up high, stuck their noses up in the air. They were in control. What's more important, ceremony or righteousness? Is your church, is your temple, is your synagogue, is it putting ceremony before righteousness? What is the job, what is the primary mission of a follower of Christ? Is it kindness and mercy and righteousness, or is it ceremony? Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for being out there. As, as we put this out, we're about to deliver this the week of Christmas, 2022 
<laughs> I saw a meme the other day that said uh, it was the the snotty woke guy on the one side, and he said it's the it's been it's the twentieth first century. We know, or you know, he said it's twenty twenty two. Christianity is uh, no longer needed or no longer necessary or is outmoded or whatever. And the guy looked at him and he said, he said, 2022 years since what? <laughs> yes, indeed. 2022 years since what? BC or AD? That's right. AD. So as we celebrate this season of Christmas, as we celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, I hope you guys take the time to uh, be with your families and appreciate what you have and appreciate the gift, the greatest gift of all. Uh, All right, let's finish it out as we always do with the warrior's prayer. Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.